As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, it's Megan. Welcome back to the show. I know you can't see me, but I am rocking a hat today. Um, I had literally 15 minutes to get ready for my day after an extremely sweaty burst training at Burn Boot Camp this morning. Raced home, took a quick rinse, didn't have time to do like hair and all that. I did manage to slap some makeup on. And um, my hair was literally soaked, like, you know, around, like around your scalp. This is so gross Um, where your hair is just like sweating and it's wet. And so I took it out of the bun. I look like a crazy woman. And I was like, I don't have time to do this. And so I just threw a hat on. So rocking the hat today. And um, I don't even know that I've brushed my hair. Um, And I've been on calls all day since 10 o'clock this morning. And it is about four o'clock. So I wanted to get this episode in and I've got what I think is going to be a really interesting topic today for those of you who are in a season of your business where, you know, things are either feeling you're either, you are either feeling like a little bored or uh, because you've been running your business in the same way for a very long time. Uh, Or maybe you're feeling a lack of creativity or imagination because you've been doing the same thing for a really long time. Uh, Maybe you just are really feeling the the nudge or the itch to go in a slightly different direction or a new direction. You know, I think that we're at a time in history, we're at a time in our economy and in an industry where there's a lot of opportunity right now. You know, especially in the coaching space, there's a lot of opportunity in every industry. I work with other industries where um, the business owners are building or have education-based arms to their already existing, very successful, thriving business in other industries, but they didn't start in the coaching industry. Anyway, there's a lot of opportunity and innovation, opportunity for innovation right now, because what we've experienced really over the last 10 years is a lot of sameness, a lot of sameness, meaning a lot of folks want to be successful. They've got this internal thing that's driving them to, you know, have significance, have recognition, be somebody, be more than they are, make a lot of money, whatever it is. And we have so many, so many examples of people who are great marketers, great salespeople, great at client delivery, whatever, and uh, great content creators, great. Well, I'll just stop there. And we have a lot of people who are just mimicking and dare I say, copying how everybody else sounds or designing their business, their business model, their offer suite, their products, just like somebody else's, but without infusing their own uniqueness, without infusing uh, where God is really calling them to serve uh, without infusing their innate 
gifts or even their spiritual gifts. We're just sort of like cutting off that part of ourselves in the name of recognition, success, money, accumulating, whatever it is that we want to accumulate. Um, You know, reinvention is something that if any of us want to be around for a long time, we're going to have to reinvent ourselves. We are going to have to reinvent our businesses and we're all going to go through an evolutionary process. We're going to go through a lot of different seasons and chapters in our business and I certainly went through this a couple of years ago. I, I definitely went through a, a phase of reinvention where I had pretty much been doing the same thing for many years. And I noticed myself, let me take a drink of water. I noticed myself starting to feel excessively frustrated and starting to feel a little bit resentful around my business, like resentful of my business. Meaning I felt like I was, I didn't feel like I was running the business. I felt like it was running me. Like my business was telling me what to do. My, because I had started certain things in my company that in my mind, I was telling myself, well, I've got to prove, I've got to like complete that. So it wasn't so much proof for me. It was more like, I've got to see that all the way through. I don't know what that really meant, but like, I started these programs. That's what's got to get me to the next financial level or the next level of success. It can't be something else. And you can kind of get stuck in that rut of, well, I started it. This is how other people are doing it. This is how other people are getting there. I have to do it too, but it is not honoring all the parts of you. And that's really what was going on for me when I look back on it. And I look back on the process of reinvention that I took myself through, I was only honoring the really smart parts of myself. Like, what am I just really good at? I'm really smart at, um, people know me for it. That's what they're coming to me for. That's what they want from me. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go do that. But I was dishonoring all these other interesting parts of myself and interesting parts of my life and gifts and talents and skills and callings and, and purpose. And I was saying no to that. I wasn't even letting it be an option. And so what I want you to know today is that let all of you, let it all be an option for you. Then you can make the choice and it doesn't have to last forever. In fact, it's probably not going to last forever. If you are going to be in business for a couple of decades, your business is going to look very different five years from now than it does today. It's going to look like you can't probably can't even imagine what your business is going to look like 20 years from now compared to the way it looks today. So reinvention is how you're going to stay relevant. And we see this a lot in the entertainment industry. Um, If you see artists who are now in their 50s or 60s or 70s, who were really popular in the 70s or 80s or 90s, they have reinvented themselves many times over in order to stay relevant. We want to do the same thing in our business. It doesn't mean that you have to burn your entire business down and start all over from scratch with a brand new business. You don't have to do that. You can actually reinvent while you are building that new plane. You can still be running things the way you have been running them. You can still deliver some of those programs that are bringing in great income and revenue for you. While you are reinventing over here, it's very, very possible to do that. Um, You don't have to just quit and go on a hiatus for a year. 
and go soul searching to try to figure it out. I did a lot of that. I did a lot of that. I did a lot of praying. I did a lot of listening. I did a lot of tuning in. I did a lot of talking to God. I did a lot of resting and relaxing. I did a lot of those things. I don't, looking back, I don't know that I needed to do them to the extent that I did, but I, I did do those things. And reinvention is, it, it is very exciting. It's very exhilarating. It brings a lot of fresh. It brings a lot of new. Um, it, in a way, sort of renews your spirit. It renews your purpose. It renews the way that you are looking at your entire life from now into the future and your business. So what I want to dive into today is five must-haves to reinvent your business. Now, um, I'm going to share, this is basically a framework. Um, if you don't know this, I also have a business partner who I work with, and her name is Nikki Nash. She and I have a program called Wealth Builders Collective, and it's a year-long program. There are people in it now. It is open for enrollment, and uh, you know you can step into that whenever you like. Um, and we have this five-part framework that we teach from, guide people through. You know, it's not super heavy curriculum based with all these videos, but in other words, these are the the five pillars that we believe really hold up your business and allow you to get to whatever next level you desire to get to in business. So whether it's from six figures to multiple or multiple six figures to seven, these are really those five pillars because in order for you to make those types of jumps and leaps, it is going to require a degree of reinvention, both in your personal life, in your business, and also your finances. And something that's really important to us is helping people know what to do and have a plan for what to do that really honors them with their profit so that they are focusing on building generational wealth, not just, I'm just here to make a bunch of money so I can celebrate making a bunch of money. We want people who are thinking in legacy terms, people who are thinking that big and that boldly about what they're capable of, what's possible when they fully live and they put all parts of themselves out on the table as options to weave into their business and to unleash in their lives. So I'm going to share these five and just a little bit, a little bit of, I'll go, I'll, I'll go not super deep into each one, but we'll, I'll cover them in a slightly more detail than just listing them off. So let's start with the first one. These are in no like order of importance either. The first one is you've got to reinvent your, your, in the category of your finances and money management. I was actually on a call earlier uh, this week with a client of mine who's got an, a couple of different programs and they are four, they're four women entrepreneurs. And the three programs really cater to uh, women entrepreneurs who are at various stages of business growth, development, and finances. And as a consultant, I do some consulting with her. Um, when I consult my clients, one of the pieces of material that I have, I learn a lot about their clients. So I know what type of client they have in their program, but I get to see like what type of business they have. What are they doing in revenues? What are they doing in net profits? Where are they challenged? Where do they have problems? 
What do they want to work on this year? Why are they in the program with you? And that kind of thing. And one of the things that came up in our conversation today is that even though a lot of the women are, are, they run businesses that are, you know, seven figures, eight figures, even nine figures, an area that they want to really improve in and be more comfortable around and not have shame around, even though they're making that kind of money is around their finances and money management. So, you know, the thing to to remember is that no matter how much money someone else is making, they don't they're they're not necessarily um stewarding their finances in a way that is going to build generational wealth or that is putting more profit in their pocket. So, just a couple of things to if you're taking notes, a couple of things to write down in the category of finances and money management. You really want to focus on wealth building, and that is simply a shift in how you're thinking and probably a shift in your identity and how you see yourself. So focus on wealth building and then starting to uncover what it might look like and what avenues you may want to go down when it's time for you to start investing your money. Um, You also want to look at planning for profit. So we definitely want to get your company to a place where it's profiting a really nice percentage. And look, everybody's business is a little bit different. I'm a big fan of profit first. Um, I run my business based on that, but it's not like I'm following the profit first percentages to the T. You know, the percentages of money that you're putting in different categories and buckets, that's also going to change as seasons change in your life and in your business. Uh, We also want to look at your relationship with money. Do you have uncomfortability around money? Do you have shame around money? Do you have guilt around money? What's the relationship with money? How do you see money? What makes you think about money? Or what do you think about money? Do you want to ignore money? Do you just want your husband to take care of all the finances, but you don't even pay attention to it? So we want to dive into your relationship with money. And then we also want to have a conversation about budgeting, both on the personal side and the business side. And I would say, Budgeting is the thing that has probably been, budgeting is very foundational. Um, it's, it is a basic thing, yet even people who are making seven, eight, and nine figures, they don't have budgets. And oftentimes, if we don't have a budget, then we are overspending. So we get to a place where there is no excess. And no matter how much money you're making, you always feel like, you know, when people say like, I don't have anything to show for it, or um, I have felt this way in the past. You know, I was a high school teacher in my 20s making about $32,000 a year, and that's before taxes. I was only taking home $24,000 a year. And when I rebooted my business in 2017, we did many multiples of six figures. And we've, we've always done many multiples of six figures every single year since then. And there have been many times in my career where I'm like, I don't feel like I'm any further along financially than I was when I was making $24,000 a year. Part of that is because we weren't budgeting. So this, no matter how much was coming in, the equal amount was always going out. So it didn't matter if $5,000 a month was coming in or $15,000 a month was coming in or $50,000 a month was coming in or $80,000 a month was coming in or any other number. It was just going out. It was almost like it was spent before it came in. Part of that is not having a system for budgeting. So uh, one of the five must-haves to reinvent your business is you must reinvent your finances and your wealth and money management. Number two, 
area to reinvent is uh, your relationship with time and energy. I like to call that time and energy optimization, uh, also known as your well-being. So if you look at someone who, think of somebody right now, think of someone who you admire, someone who you really look up to in business, and they have a family, maybe they also have kids, they also, you know, get to the gym, they eat really healthy, maybe they have a team, they have clients, they're doing the thing, they travel some, they have friendships, they have hobbies, like maybe they have multiple businesses, like just think of somebody where you're like, wow, I'm not saying like, wow, I want their life because I don't want any of you to want my life. I want you to have your life and whatever that looks like. I want you to design and create the life that you desire to live. And uh, so think of that person and, you know, imagine now think about yourself. How do you think they relate to both time and energy? Is it the same or is it different than you? And that's one of the shifts. And uh, I'll use the word reinvention, reinvent. We have to reinvent how we view time. We have to reinvent our relationship with time. Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And you can't say, oh, well, they have all the money and they have all the team who could just take care of everything for them. The reason why they have the money and they have the team is because they reinvented their relationship with time and energy. You also have to reinvent who you are spreading your energy to, who you're allowing to take up your energy, uh, who you're, you're allowing into your room. Um, The other thing that I would say around energy is how are you taking care of yourself? Do you even have energy? Do you have stamina? Do you have endurance? What are you fueling your body with? Are you eating a lot of sugar and uh, gluten and wheat and a lot of grains and a lot of dairy? You know, those are things that cause you to not optimize your energy and also makes it harder to optimize your time. What systems do you have around optimizing your time? You know, the way to really optimize time and energy, it's all based on building proper systems. But again, not everybody's going to have the same system. My systems may not look like yours, but you want your business and your life to basically revolve around systems. If you plan on getting to where you desire to go, truly living out your vision, building it, and then being able to sustain the business and the life. So with time and energy optimization, you want to look at your habits, routines, and rituals. Uh, performance optimization, collapsing and leveraging time, energy management, and intentional living. Um, One of the things that I recognized about how we were living, it is when I got very clear, we got really clear on what's our personal budget and what's our business budget. You know, we were making great money and it was, you know, I said earlier, it just felt like I'm not any further along financially than I was when I was making 24 grand a year. Like, how is that even happening? How is that even happening? And when I took a look at, and I got very clear on our finances and where the money was going, I was like, wow, we're doing a lot of unconscious spending just because we have the money. And so it's like, well, let's just go do this and let's go do this and let's go out to here and let's blah, 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 blah. And whenever there was a thought about doing something or buying something or getting something or, you know, it's simple stuff. It's not like we're like massive spenders, but it was like going out to eat is a really good example. And we were spending like 2000 to 2,500 bucks a month on going out to eat. 
and you almost can't eat. You you can almost not eat as healthy as as healthy as Sean and I eat. It's almost impossible to do by going out to eat um, because it's insanely clean what we eat. And I was like, okay, well, if one of our core values is health, then the way we're spending our money is actually misaligned with our own core values. And so I came up with this terminology, unconscious spending. So where are you unconsciously spending your time? Just because you have it, you're letting it go wherever. Um, How are you unconsciously spending your energy? How are you unconsciously spending your time? Okay, number three, uh, out of the five must-haves to reinvent your business is team. Team is very important. Now, I am not someone who's big on, you need to have a big team, you need to have like, you know, 15 people on your team or 50 people on your team. That's your decision. It's your decision how you want to structure your team and what team members you need to be able to pull off your vision and your calling so that you can also live a life so that you can optimize your time and you can optimize your energy so that you can generate the money you want to generate. We don't want to be we don't want to get our team to a place where we have so much overhead that we're basically just operating as a bank to our team members. I heard somebody say that one time and I was like, oh, that's actually really good. I'm not a bank to my team members. So think about that. Um, So with team, you know, the things that you really want to focus on here is leadership. You've got to reinvent the way that you are leading the team members that are helping you run your company. You know, you can't just hire people, expect them to be experts, expect them to be mind readers and just do it, do whatever you think they should be doing, but it's all in your head. You've got to have a training program, a mentorship program, a a team member development program. So that's all around your leadership. You want your team to grow both personally and professionally. That's also why they're there. You've got to have team success. Kind of already said that one. That's around training and development, hiring, organizational charts, uh, culture development. So you have to reinvent the way that you are developing the culture of your company And also reinventing your communication structure. So if you are someone who's experiencing a lot of friction when it comes to the whole team conversation with the team that you currently have, you've got to reinvent in all of these categories in order to get to whatever next level um, you desire to get to. Number four must have to reinvent your business is one of my favorites. I love all these, but this is definitely one of my favorites. It's definitely my wheelhouse and it is business systems. So in your business systems, if you're going to reinvent your business, you're also going to have to reinvent. And I'm not saying burn it down and start all over and do something totally different. You just have to reinvent, which means you may or may not have to go to a clean slate, right? It just depends. But some really important categories in the business systems category is client acquisition, client retention, project management, data collection. I'm a really big fan of, yes, using intuition, um, asking God for guidance. God is my CEO. And also looking at real metrics and real data, because that's actually going to help you make more informed, better, bolder, bigger decisions that are going to move the needle forward. And then the fifth one under business systems is client success. So it's actually building out systems around all five of those. Do you have a client acquisition system that is working so well, you can almost predict what your results are going to be month over month? 
Do you have a client retention system and strategy? Most people who have lower retention rates, it's because they have no retention strategy. They're asked, they're just asking people to renew when it's time for them to renew. That's not a retention strategy. Do you have a system in place for project management? We use Asana. I love Asana. Do you have a system or a strategy or structure in place for data collection? Do you even know what data you should be collecting in the category of marketing, sales, client delivery, operations, finances, all of it? And then client success. Do you have a client success system and structure and strategy in place? Do you have people, and then going back to team, do you have people helping you run these, helping you set these up, whether it's team, consultants, um, coaches, whatever? And then finally, the fifth pillar that is a must-have for you to reinvent your business is mindset or yourself. And what I mean by this is really reinventing your identity. So if you think about in this moment, and I bet you can visualize it to a certain degree, and some people may be able to visualize this in more detail, and other people may not be able to see as far along as you or in as much detail. So I am a little bit I'm less of a visionary. I'm highly creative, but um, it's like my business partner and I, Nikki. Nikki is very, very visionary. I am much less visionary than she is. So she can see like the whole thing, you know, 15 years from now. And I'm like, okay, well, what do we need to implement today? What do we need to integrate to d- integrate today so that we're moving in that direction so that these goals and visions actually happen? I'm thinking more there. Um, and it's why we work so well together. So think about, but but here's the other, this is what I was going to say, but we can all see this higher version of ourselves. We can all see this version of ourselves who is the bold one, is the visible one, is really going out there and like crushing the game, highly driven, achiever, high performer, best in your industry, gold standard. Everybody's calling you to come speak on their stages, like doing just incredible work, making massive impact and like really building a legacy business. We can all see that version of ourselves because they exist inside of us. So I want you to think about the version of you that you see who is leading and carrying out that bigger vision for you. Do you currently, and ask yourself this question, do you currently embody the identity of that version of yourself? And if all of us are being honest, I am not. And I bet you are not. I can visualize the Megan who's doing the things 10 years from now that I see our business doing. I am not that version of Megan today or else I would already have that. And so it's a matter of reinventing your thoughts, reinventing your beliefs, reinventing your habits, your behaviors, your actions, reinventing your uh, programming inside of yourself, reinventing yourself internally and also externally because the external is going to reflect the internal reinvention. So here's a couple of categories in uh, the reinvention of self that are really important. Decision-making, reinventing how powerfully you're making decisions, how frequently and how consistently you're making them, Um, how quickly you are able to bounce back and get back up and recover because the more successful you become, the faster you must recover. Um, identity reinvention. So really reinventing your perceptions of yourself and other people and of the world, reinventing your thoughts, feelings, and actions, and reinventing your belief systems. So quick little recap here. We talked about the five must-haves to reinvent your business. 
Finances and money management, that's one. Number two is time and energy optimization. Number three, team and support. Number four, business systems. And number five, it's really reinventing yourself and your identity. And then I shared a little bit with you about uh, these five pillars are the framework that Nikki and I use inside of our Wealth Builders Collective program. So if that's something you want to have a chat about, please reach out to me, send me a DM, and we can talk about it, especially if you are looking for mentors and a community who are going to call you higher and who really see the most elevated version of you, um, where you can come together with a group of people who can talk about business, who can also talk about life and the things that you might be struggling with internally and also externally. So whether that's like fear or shame, guilt, doubt, worry, um, whatever that is, we want to put all that on the table because we're human beings running businesses here. And, oh, that's the, that's the sixth thing. When I was talking just now talking about Wealth Builders Collective, you know, it's it would be one thing if we were going to work together one-on-one on this, but it's so much more fun and enjoyable and fruitful and life-giving to do this in a community. And that's so necessary. It's like, whose room are you entering into and who are you letting enter into your room? Who is your circle of influence? You know, the saying goes, I didn't make this up. You've heard it so many times. If you just look around, like, who are you spending the most time with? Who are you letting pour into you? Who are you listening to? Who is building you up or tearing you down? You are going to become the equivalent of the people you spend the most time with. So start evaluating what rooms do you want to be in? Are you in the right rooms? And I'm not talking about I'm in a room where everybody's making more money than me. Let's just stop having that conversation because it's not actually about that. So number six, if I were going to give a bonus, it is absolutely community. And also speaking of community, we have a lot of people who are really interested in our program, Wealth Builders Collective. That program comes with three in-person retreats. And we've got one coming up in April on the 14th, 15th, and 16th, and that's 2023. And we have opened the doors up to allowing a few people who are not in our Wealth Builders Collective program to come and experience the reinvention retreat. So we are going to be diving into reinvention of you, your identity, your life, how you see yourself and your thoughts. We're going to then focus on the reinvention of your business and the business systems, just like we talked about here. And we're also going to look at reinventing uh, your relationship with time and money and how can we optimize both of those so that you can really be moving in the direction of generational wealth at whatever pace or speed that you desire. So we've still got a few openings for the retreat. If you are interested in coming to the reinvention retreat, because everything I'm speaking here is like, I'm talking your language, then find me on Instagram and or Facebook. Uh, Both of those links are in our show notes and just send me a direct message. And you can just send me the direct message that says retreat and I'll know exactly what you're talking about. I'll reach out, you know, we'll kind of have a chat. I'll ask you some questions. I want to make sure you're a really good fit to be in the room. I want to make sure that Nikki and I can really serve and support you based on the curriculum of our retreats and that there's just going to be really good synergy between you and the other business owners that are going to be in the room. It's being hosted in Florida between um, the, it's in the panhandle. So between Pensacola and Panama city, 
We have a stunning venue for this. We're all going to stay on the property together. It's just going to be so fantastic. So I would love to have you there if it's a great fit. It'll give you something to really look forward to between now and then. Um, And like I said, shoot me a private message on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn if that's where you like to hang out. Just shoot me the word retreat and I will know to reach out to you and and share some of that information. Um, If you loved today's episode, um, I appreciate you so much for tuning in, for listening. I know we have some listeners who tune in every single week to our shows. I would be so appreciative if you left us a review um, and just let us know how we are impacting you. What do you love about these episodes? What do you love about the show? What do you want to hear more of? Leave us a review. And the number one way for us to increase our listenership and get into the ears and hearts and minds of more people just like you is by you sharing it with others. So share it with whoever you believe would really benefit from listening to this. That would be so amazing. I cannot wait to hear from you. I hope you're super jazzed about potentially coming to our retreat. And until next week, remember to design a business in life that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.